You're listening to the Oz TV Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome everybody uh, to the Oz Network as we come to you today for a very special episode. You've already had the best of 2019. Let's have the best of the decade, at least part one of the best of the decade. And this episode is going to feature mainly clips from our Survivor Oz days course between 2011 and 2016 is essentially when we existed as Survivor Oz. There will be a few Oz Network snippets here from the beginning part of 2017 but we wanted to keep this one mainly focused on our olden days before we transitioned into our current form. Now we had a lot of Survivor Oz episodes, close to a thousand episodes to be precise, of Survivor Oz. So clearly we're going to miss a large portion of some of the best moments across those years, but we've put together a few of the standout moments we think from that period of the show and a lot of highlights here that you know, some that you may be forgotten about and everything else in between. As I said, I think you are going to enjoy these. So without further ado, here is part one of the Oz Network's best of the decade, hearing snippets from between 2011 and 2017. Julian Larson was a contestant on the 17th season of the hit US TV series Survivor in Gabon, where she was voted out second in the game. After trying for eight years to get on the show, she soon turned her tenacity and dedication to charity work, becoming a motivational speaker and forming the Reality Rally organisation, which brings numerous reality stars from around America together to raise funds for breast cancer. And in the first of our On The Brink segments, I spoke to Gillian about the show and why she's become such a fighter for charity since her brief but memorable time on the program. Gillian, pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. First ever contestant from Survivor to appear on our radio here and uh, I know we've got a lot of people tuning into this keen to keen to hear your voice <laughs> well of course I don't quite sound American because uh, uh, I don't know if you know but I'm the only South African that's ever played um, mm. the American survivor so I still have a bit of that accent and uh, um, yeah so I'm delighted to talk to you guys in Australia because I do have quite a few friends and a few relatives there <laughs> Final question we have here from uh, Michael Gragar, who wants to know, Greg, if you use a coconut droid or a coconut iPhone, or if you are too hipster now for a smart nut. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've moved straight to pine cones. Uh, we're not in coconut country anymore. I, I dropped the coconut and it uh, broke the coconut screen. So uh, so it's really straight to pine cones for the most part. How many questions it's, did you get about that coconut when you got home? Man, uh, there was a lot of talk. There was a lot of talk about the coconut foam for sure. Um, it was uh, it was a fun experience. That was one of the things looking back that um, it certainly wasn't planned and uh, certainly made bigger waves than expected while I was there. <laughs> I can definitely imagine. I will say thank you to everybody who sent us questions in. And sorry we couldn't get to all of them. We did get a lot of questions too, Greg. As I said, not only about Jeff Probst and Colleen, but uh, also a lot of people about your sister who wanted to know about that whole video and uh, how planned that was. And if, if that's just you two, your relationship, I mean, that was just interesting. Yeah, no, uh, there were there was no planning. Um, that was probably, yeah, I don't think anybody knew that my sister was going to be there to, to, give the, uh, to give the interview. I think that that video was supposed to go to my folks or – or at least that side of my family, and they passed it on to my sister to do it. And uh, my sister was probably one of the reasons that um, I, I went on the show in the first place, because she and I made the, the original video to get on there. 
And so it was just having a good time with her and, um, you know, and having a lot of fun that, that led to that video and probably led to getting on the show. <laughs> I, I'm, loving, I'm loving how you keep saying um, suggesting not delegating how to tell people because I think it, it, it makes perfect sense really, Brian, especially in those, I suppose, early parts of the game where someone like John is coming out and saying, you do this, you do this. That's why he's going home first. Whereas you might be trying, I suppose, in a way to do it. But as you say, you're suggesting it. You're not barking orders. Correct. And to this day, still, every season when I watch it, you've still got the same type of individuals. No, this is how we're going to build a fire. Or no, we're going to build it this way. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that, it's, it's, it's funny. It's comical. But when you're out there, you're hungry and you're tired. And you won't want to deal with a personality that you can't deal with. And that's why you kind of say, well, it's, let's get rid of them so we can have this peace and this harmony. And we can deal with the unknown because there is so much unknown with Survivor. That's what's so uh, so fun about it, too. Mm, I'm definitely keen to get your thoughts on some of the, the way the game's changed uh, very shortly. Now, another question Mario kind of put to um, you as well in terms of the tenure vote. Now, it, um, it seemed obviously a lot of people were concerned she obviously wasn't in the best of health early on. Now, was this a tough boot for you, Brian? Because uh, we spoke to Tanya recently and she seemed to mention that you guys got along very well early in the game. So was that a really difficult boot? that early on yeah absolutely and i kind of i kind of uh talked about earlier with regards to health and if somebody's hurting physically as well as mentally um as much as we wanted to bring tanya along and again it was a group decision tanya was experiencing some sickness and some things which it really it really was tough to watch and tough to be around because you know i wanted to be the big brother i wanted to say hey come on we can do this um you know i, I love being a quarterback and uh uh throwing the ball to different people and handing off the ball to different people. But at the same time, if somebody's hurt, you got to put them on the sidelines. And we put her on the sidelines. Hence, we voted off John first. She was still you know, experiencing some stuff, but we were hoping to get her better. The only thing about Tanya was she didn't get better. I know she's a tough competitor, and uh, it, it was really rough to uh, have to put her off. But again, group decision. It all made sense for the furtherment of the tribe. <laughs> said this is all not pre-planned this is all on the spot and um you will actually become the first person to uh, to sing live on this show too lisi you're, you're doing a lot of firsts today i like it i like it all right how's that volume it's, uh, it's sounding very very good all right cool you know what i'm not even going to use the mic go for it is that fine That's right perfectly there? perfectly fine. All right. Let's do it. You tell me if it's giving you too much feedback or it doesn't it's sound right, all right? I'm trusting sounding you. sounding perfectly fine. My, I will let you know. My, all right. Tidy whities tidy whities little boy. Have you been an elevator? Have you with a vibrator? Have you in a car? Have you in a bar? Tidy whities, tidy whities, little boy. That is, uh, I I wish I had an audience here to cheer right now. I'm gonna. <laughs> I, I, I think there needed to be a bit more of a reaction to that from myself there. I was just so into it, Lisey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe you should come over. Well, actually, I should go to Australia and do a big show. That would be fantastic. You are, you're welcome here. We will hook you up and get you on a tour. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to guarantee you stadiums, but I will guarantee you large enough pubs that will draw in the tidy-whitey followers. See, I, I play for beer. <laughs> now, just before I move on to the next question, um, are we all familiar with a bit of Rebecca Black? Can I just ask that question first? Yes. All right. Well, uh, how, how, how is this for our uh, Rob Has a Podcast rip-off bell? If it wants to play. <laughs> I don't even know if you can hear that. <laughs> I can't hear anything. What is let's, it? Let's try that again. Let's uh, pretend that bit never happened yeah. and go with this bit once again. Right, how, how is that? <laughs> what is it for, though? When will it play? Oh, when, when people get burnt like you did before in terms of Abby Maria references. <laughs> well, you missed your chance. <laughs> I know. It's kind of faded, hasn't it? It really isn't funny anymore. <laughs> is it? No, no. All right, let's pretend that bit never happened. <laughs> what was that one, Troy? Shuttle's Harpitz, Patricia. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on with Harpitz, Troy? I'm worried now. Remember the episode? Remember when she tried, when Hunter was lathering her up and she put her arms up and she's like, oh, almost made you do it. Obviously, the, uh, the smaller up. aspects of episodes <laughs> Troy remembers. Uh... Uh, I, th- I think that was when uh, Hunter was putting the sunscreen on her, maybe. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say maybe yeah. Zoe. Well, well, well. <laughs> that, that was a joke. I, uh, was it really? Um, are you sure about that one? <laughs> wow, they've had some good ones too. Man, and half of them I can't remember their names because I'm old. Man, but they had some shiners on there. I'd probably say Angie because she is a, a just a really a good-looking gal. And, and I know her personally and... Yeah. Yes, I am um, yeah. expecting I, more people to vote for her. I think after that season now. Yeah, because she is. She is a really. I wouldn't have dinner with her when I first met her. I was like, man, if I was twenty years old, darling, you'd be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. What are your thoughts, BB, um, on Jeff Probst, the host of the show, when you were out there? Do what? The host. When you were out there, what were your thoughts on the host, Jeff Probst? What do you mean the heart? The host. The host of the show, Jeff. The heart. No, the host, the guy who ran the show, Jeff Probst. Oh, oh you got me flat footed, and I, I really don't understand what you're saying. What do you think about Pete labeling you a fame whore? I, how am I a fame whore? <laughs> um, I think that Pete said when he when he held up my name that he said I never liked you. I think that's very true. I think Pete's never liked me. I think Pete was very threatened by me. He told me that he couldn't control me, which is why he didn't want to be in an alliance with me. Um, And I think you have to go back to the fact that on the show, Pete lied and said that I put the clue in the bed and it was really his. I think you need to go back to that because I've never done anything and never lied and no one's ever like come out and said, oh yeah, Arcee did things that she didn't do. Where every time Pete opens up his mouth, he's lying. He's doing things. And I'm kind of wondering why he's so obsessed with me that he keeps talking about me. <laughs> like, I am clearly under that boy's skin, and I don't know what I did. You know what they say? And I'm really You know sorry. what they say in school about the boys who bully the girls who they deep down really have, like, a massive crush on, so... I don't, I don't know, but, like, quite honestly, thanks, Pete. I appreciate it. Um... I don't know what to say anymore. Like, I don't... And you see that, like, whenever he throws things out, I don't answer him because it's just so absurd. So then the lies get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. 
Yes, yes, good on him for being an astronaut, but, you know, go back to space. No one cares about him in the survival world. Thank you. Get out. Get out. Get a knuckle sandwich from me. Jared hit the nail on his head. Mouse had loads of respect for the guy. Look, I can tell you now, if Michael Schumacher went on Survivor and played as shit as Dan Barry, I would lose an ounce of respect for the guy. That's That's how bad Dan Barry played. I feel like I don't even know who you are right now. Like, I can't even connect with you on a human level. Well, uh, let's talk about the uh, next person who everybody remembers, Nick Stanbury, everybody. Tell me three things about Nick Stanbury, Jared. Uh, I was looking at his photo today and I had absolutely no idea who he was. Like, <laughs> he, look, he, he looks fat in his photo, like, and he's, like, not fat on the show. That's why you don't like him. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, don't remember much about him. I've got three things. Go for it, Noah. Not as good as Dan. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, as yeah. good as Dan. He took, he took Dan's spot. That's what he did. Oh, oh. I think Aris, Aris took Dan's spot. Well, Dan oh. should be where Aris is. Oh, now hang on a minute. Now, now Noah grows. Now, back up, back up, back up. You, you're, not, you're not dissing my man, Mr. Baskowskis, are you? <laughs> oh, my God. That was such a weird sentence. <laughs> <laughs> my man, Baskowskis. Mr. On Us. I think... Oh, Dan should come back. Just look at his photo. He, his eyes are screaming, please bring me back. <laughs> but you know what? At the same time, he understands why he hasn't come back. That's Dan. He gets it. You know, that's the Dan we know and love. Dan is the Chuck Norris of the survivor world. There are Dan Barry quotes, aren't there? <gasps> and we Dan, are a fan club. He, he accepts his fate in anything in life, and that's why he's a winner. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my gosh, I could do a podcast just about Dan Barry. Let's do it. I can't run, I'll drop out. I mean, it just didn't make sense to me. I love your accent. Oh, well, look, I I, I try very hard. (laughs) I try harder every episode to sound more Australian. I need to throw in some more Australian words to really, um, you know, say like crikey every now and then. Yeah, you should do that. Dingo ate my baby. Um, (laughs) I didn't go ate my baby. (laughs) You pulled that off quite well, actually. That's one of the the better ones I've heard. I really hope one of you win now because it would just be awkward if uh, (laughs) the, the winner's not on the line. Yeah. No, if, I, if one of us don't, I'm, yeah, this will be our last conversation. Yes, uh, both Kelly and Brian <laughs> will be hanging up from Survivor Oz and never come back on the show again. Uh, let's read the nominees now and get to the award. <laughs> Best Survivor Oz interview uh, from Survivor Marquesas All-Stars, Heroes vs. Villains and Redemption Islands, Mr. Boston Rob Mariano. That's a mouthful to get through all these seasons. Ah, from Survivor Thailand, Mr. Brian Hardick. Hello, hello. What's going on? He's up for the award. He's excited. <laughs> uh, from Survivor Borneo, Mr. Greg Buis. Everybody, a round of applause. From, and Jared's excited for this one too. From Survivor Cook Islands, Micronesia and Heroes vs. Villains, Poverty Shallow. Are you, ner- are you nervous, Jared? A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Did you vote? Now, I'm going to ask this Jared. I'm going to put him on the spot here because he's got two of the nominees on the line. Jared, who did you vote for in this category? <laughs> I voted three times, once for Parvi, once for Kelly, and once for Brian. Oh, you suck up. <laughs> that was such a politically correct answer. Oh, my gosh. Noah, I had who to did please you, everybody. Who did you vote for, Noah? Uh, I voted for Mr. Brian Hardy. Oh, look at that. Sorry, Kelly. Sorry, Kelly. Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Troy, if you're there, who did you vote for? Nobody. Okay, that's fine. Uh, the final nominee, of course, from Survivor Nicaragua, uh, Miss Kelly Shin. Yay! Yeah! 
Hey! Ooh, ooh. All right, I'm just getting excited. Uh, the winner of the Best Survivor Oz interview for 2013. I'm very nervous here to see if one of these people don't win right now. Uh, um, the, winner of, the winner of the Best Survivor Oz interview for 2013, Boston Rob Mariano. Oh, oh whoops! You're kidding! You're kidding me! Hey Brian, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna come to Georgia and have some wine with you. Yep. You two, you two have permission to be anytime and break stuff. I think this thing. I think this thing is rigged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is. This, yeah. That. Who voted? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's going on out Jared, there in Australia? Jared. Did, uh, we're gonna blame Jared for his multiple votes. <laughs> Well, I'd be worried about that. I'd be worried about closing chafing. I mean, I'd chafe at the beach for an hour, let alone for six days in the Cook Islands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I just made sure, like, I, I, I totally did like a porn thing and just like went to- totally bald down there. You've, so. you've kept that up too, haven't you, Billy? All these years later, you just still do it, don't you? Come on. Uh, not not as diligently as I did for Survivor, but uh, yeah, I gotta admit that like it. In a, in, a, in a sort of doomsday prepper sort of way, it still goes through my head, and once in a while I do it. <laughs> Kobe, I can imagine you're into manscaping. Uh, what did you do preparing beforehand? Well, sa- sadly, I'm a hairy beast, and so <laughs> I was super hairy after 24 days on my back and everything. Luckily, since I was, you know, eight years ago, that was before high-definition television, <laughs> so you couldn't quite see how scary I looked with my eyebrows and stuff. Like, looking at the people now, I'm like, damn, I would look terrible. Um, probably, actually, the worst girl on our season was Jen, believe it or not. Beautiful blonde Jen. She was hairy as a mofo. Wow. All over her bikini area and her underarms. And you can see it when you're watching later in the season under her arms. There's a few times she raises it and you're like, whoa. You've always heard that among the early seasons, Mark Burnett was known as the good cop and you were known as the bad cop. Uh, and that you were the one that people were afraid of. Is this true? <laughs> I love the idea, but I don't think it's true, unfortunately. I mean, maybe it is, but I've never heard it before. I, well, of course, maybe because I was thought of as the bad cop, nobody uh, would say that to me. They wouldn't say to me, oh, you're the bad cop, but it's the first time I've heard it. I love that question. Mm, well, uh, maybe we'll have to ask some contestants there, Charlie. We'll see what they say uh, yeah, about it. Yeah, I think it. you do. It's the contestants you have to ask. <laughs> that would do for the first slice. Okay, so what am I getting a piece of ham here? Yeah, a whole piece. You can't. Well, that's and wrap the entire thing in ham. It's, it's yeah, shaved. It. Can we just say it's shaved? Yeah. <laughs> All right, can you see that? Pull it up. You're going a bit matrixy. I know, I can't help it. I can't help the cam quality right now. Linda's hungry. Yeah. Linda, why don't you join us on this fucking live episode instead of commenting <laughs> in the bloody box? Get your ass on Skype and fucking come and Linda. talk to us, unless you're at a play or something. Yeah. You're probably Linda. in the interval of a play. <laughs> Right. Pike, pike your dongle in and get on. <laughs> Should I put more peanut butter on that, or is that right for the first one? Yeah, do it one more, one more dip now oh, that the ham's I'm not on. putting ham in there. But other people are going to eat this in the house. All right. <laughs> God, this is so and busy. All right. I want this in one bite. One, one, ready? Then you've got uh, to show so your clean, uh, clean mouth, please, too. Yeah. I, oh. <laughs> you can't just spit it and out. He, he's eating. I want to see empty mouths. Oh, bro. Oh, yeah. This is the most ent- entertaining episode of Survivor Oz ever. Oh, speaking of plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's actually quite good. He does go out and learn to swim, Joel, just in case he comes back for a third time. <laughs> Listen, he's going to say, why should I? Unless he, unless, you know, he, unless Jervis himself almost drowns. Hmm. There's no chance he's going to learn how to swim. Okay. I mean, it, it, unless you, unless he'll come back and do it a third time, and if they do it in a desert, <laughs> then, <laughs> then, you know, he'll be like, I'll come back to, you know, Survivor Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he, yeah it's not going to happen. Well, just, just assure us that he's back now, Joel, and he didn't drown out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I, I have heard from him. He did not die. I don't remember exactly what... He didn't say the exact phrase I'm going to, but it was very clear that, you know, a line attack would be pretty good ratings. <laughs> and that was what we took from it. And we had that fire going every night after that. So, no, I did not feel safe. <laughs> well, it would be. I think we said that to, to Lindsay that, you know, it's a case of if a lion's attacking you, just keep the cameras rolling for a second. Okay, now you're oh, about they to die. Have <laughs> they would not have stopped. Remember poor Mike and his skin falling off? No, they would have. It would have been in gory detail of us, especially one of the mall rats. I mean, Popes himself probably would have let him loose on us for that. <laughs> yes, to take a chunk out of Silas and, you know, just walk around mm-hmm. the camp. <laughs> yeah, I, he, he was not the biggest fan of mine or Lindsay's, I don't believe. Here, or somebody else said, me too. Like, I thought, like, you looked older. I thought that you could have been his girlfriend. Wow. And I was like... That's really bizarre. I wasn't thinking that, like, <laughs> at all. But maybe if I would have kept playing that, no, that would have been yeah, like, Just keep playing then, it for the whole season. Like, hey, it's my boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I would have been on the challenge, like, go, baby, yeah. Yes. That would have been too weird. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrating with him after the challenge, going, hey, honey, look at us. You know, in your face, everybody. In your face. Uh, it would have been uh, quite awkward, I think, after a while. <laughs> So yes, tell them what the uh okay. So do I just do the Yes, go go, go, go for right it, ahead. Go for it. As you can see, there's a whole lot of lions. <laughs> They're very dangerous. <laughs> Round here in the desert. Crikey, there's a crocodile <laughs> noise. Yeah, that was great. Wait. Wait, there's <laughs> Oh my god, sorry, I got ahead of myself. <laughs> You got excited then, over over. I I got way too excited recog- there. Sorry. Recognizing your accent. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many lines to explore. Here we go. That's the, that's the catchphrase. Oh, okay. We have the catchphrase. Here we go. Here we go. And yeah, they're building up the special powers. Show us some special powers already. Tyler Perry comes out of somewhere and is like, hey, he's your idol, man. I, I have no idea what Tyler Perry sounds like, so I apologize if that was completely off. But, um, yeah, like, he's just going to pop, and he's going to be Tyler Perry going, Tony, the tribe hasn't spoken, you're safe. Uh- <laughs> I, I love how Tyler Perry is the first impression you want to apologize for on this show. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, you know, it, when I come to impersonate someone I have no idea who they are, then yes, I will apologize. You'll just guess. Yes, I will just guess. And just... Also, is that really even an impersonation? You really just kind of went like, hey, <laughs> like, da-da-da. Fun, da-da. Tyler Perry. Are the fonds. <laughs> Tyler Perry, hey. We must, like, take account of the incredible... I mean, I'm not going to take credit for it, but there's a lot of Afros out there at the World Cup. Yes, right? there are. There's a lot of guys, you know, <laughs> and 
you know, coach, I think you inspired the entire Greece team. You know, they got great hair like you, you know, kind of pulled back in that warrior look, you know. Um, and I think uh, I think we're responsible for all of that. Yeah, take, 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 take credit for it. Please do take credit for it. We know you want to uh, bang them. Or oh, what's the titty buff? <laughs> can, can, can I just back up and say, did you actually just utter the words titty fuck? Yes, I did. <laughs> Is that too rude? Where on their mate? <laughs> oh, my. What the hell? <laughs> what do you mean? Ben, what the hell? You started it. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow that actually just happened <laughs> julian you are my new best friend <laughs> is it too rude like it's i don't know is it too rude you said it now <laughs> i am so glad Lancey left <laughs> she she wouldn't appreciate it yeah i uh, feel bad okay how are you feeling right now <laughs> Uh, I, I'm all right, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it even sounds like you're laughing. You're about to vomit. <laughs> no, I'm not going um, I think that she'll she'll get in a strong alliance, but uh, it'll be on the the wrong side of the numbers, um, and she'll uh, end up <laughs> tenth. There we go. We're right in here. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's. <laughs> Julian, you had a chance. <laughs> Technical issues, please stand by. 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 Ben, have you heard? Have you heard the band The Hives? I I've heard of The Hives. Yes. They have a song that says, "I hate to t- tell, I hate to say, I told you so," which is very appropriate for this. Oh, here we go. Here comes <laughs> Noah Groves. You don't know what's that, what's that sound? What's that sound like? It's a horse. Nee! Oh, it's <laughs> Noah Groves on his high horse. Hello, Noah. <laughs> what's going on, mate? That horse sounded a lot more close to the ground than it should have. So. Hang, on, hang on a minute. Was <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that better? <laughs> this is the guy who says there's going to be no non-eliminations and that that to be continued would end in someone being voted out. So. Can, can we just rewind back to the start of this episode where I said I've basically seen hardly any of the amazing race. Right? You're, you're, you're getting... This is like, you know... You know you two coming on an episode of the qualifying lap and me asking your opinion on uh, Lewis Hamilton and um, how you think that Michael Schumacher went in the 1999 Formula 1 season. So, <laughs> Except for it's just common maths. But anyway, moving on. I'm glad they were still around. Cause I they're failed my maths, Noah. I still think 1 plus 1 equals window. So, whatever. Oh, my gosh. Who out there isn't listening to Survivor Oz? <laughs> oh. Who the hell isn't listening to Survivor Oz? <laughs> oh, that, that is that is my new message tone right now. That is um that is no. going on my phone. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, life has just been made. So, so what's this theater got to do with anything? Are we just not paying attention. <laughs> 
Oh, what, you gonna, what, sit down on chat? What the fuck? <laughs> That's exercise, sitting down on multiple chairs. <laughs> 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 I think we're about to lose now. <laughs> what is she doing? She's in a world of pain, Noah. She's in a world of pain. Oh my god. This is like, I've seen the biggest loser. <laughs> when, where, where's the biggest loser challenge where you just get them to sit down really quickly? Jeez, at least it's unique. That should be. Jeez, I might need to get a trader if that's all you got to do. That needs to be a challenge on Survivor. Survivor's <laughs> ready. Go. Paula, you need to sit down. There are the people in the background there. Dig woman! <laughs> oh, nice camera shot there. This is like the worst oh challenge God. ever. <laughs> she's on all the chairs. <laughs> and she's like struggling like, I'm going to do this. Next time I go to the movies, I'm just going to do this while I'm watching a movie. Yeah, lose some weight and watch a movie at the same time. <laughs> And uh, we get them running along the wharf. Uh, we get all the teams cheering. And what happens at this point? <laughs> Come on, Noah. You do number one! <laughs> I just love the fact that when he does it, there's like this massive pause. It's not just like they jump at the back. You do number one! It's, it's like, guys, you do number one! And his face just like right up in their face. He was lit up so brightly, like oh my god, Craig. Man uh, knew that the ratings weren't going to be good, and it was his last chance to, to do that. So he just went all out, saving up all these. Uh, Jared and Ashley, you are team number one. Congratulations! You're saving that all up for this finale. You're team number one. Yes. <laughs> and, and all the New Zealand teams had gone, so it was added extra that it was Australian teams. Um, <laughs> Nice to see all the old New Zealanders. Mm-hmm. We never point. I would have really wanted to trip a team up just standing there, ready for to uh, I, finish there. I'm sure there's a producer telling them to get a little bit excited for them because uh, you know Dan and Ryan were a little bit too friendly with John and Murray at one point. They're like, hey, yeah, woo! and I'm like, I really don't think John and Murray are there going, oh fuck, I'm so glad they're winning. Imagine <laughs> if um, Jesus Bros were like hugging with. Um, the big cat, and then Tyson and Sally just snapped past and won. <laughs> couldn't couldn't like Cat and Jesse while they're celebrating just quickly sneak between past them all and be like, Grant, Grant, we're stepped on the meat first. Grant, Grant wouldn't know. He doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. You just give it. He's got like a picture. He's got a piece of paper with their photos on it. Uh, Daniel and Ryan, what are they? Oh, that's them. Okay. <laughs> The people who sent me through audition tapes, um, well, look, maybe I'll speak to Lynn after this and see if she wants them, but <laughs> I've got no bearing in Survivor. We watch everything. Just so you know, we, people that I got it in late, we watch all year round and we watch everything and almost everything gets watched twice because somebody's eyeballs or somebody's experience with the show might be different than somebody else's. So everybody should know if you apply 
We watch it. I promise. <laughs> Survivor contested that she's most like. <laughs> I can't even read this without laughing. <laughs> She's a super fan. What can you say? <laughs> She's even seen international versions with names that have never been on this one. Malcolm, yeah. maybe he's just like the me guy form, or maybe Kate. <laughs> maybe Kate. She. <laughs> <laughs> she had a strong personality. Now for people who Kate is a strong-minded woman, whoever she is. <laughs> now for people like we, who is Kate? <laughs> Maybe she is such a super fan that she has nicknames for all of her favorite players. Maybe she's. I love that some people say that they'd like no one else ever before, and she's like someone who doesn't exist. Maybe she's Kate's on season thirty-one. Like, like this is like the because clearly I like I love I love Jed but like clearly she's not a fan and they've just given it a DVD. I love that it's I, I love that it's not just Kate. It's maybe Kate because well, she has a strong. Birth could you health. not imagine like the the interview asking this question and her answering it? Uh, so Jen, uh, we just need you to fill in this question. Who's your favorite? Cont- who are you most like? Um, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. No, he's like me and um. Oh, what's the name? Oh, that one. Um, Kate. Yeah, she <laughs> didn't know any female contestants, so she just she's like, oh, surely there's been a Kate on the show before. I'm gonna nominate Boston Rob for number twelve. Oh, um, his- what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it up front. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> now here's here's Just the argument. Just shut up now! Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, you're here's here's the argument. No. Um, Kate, do I even need to ask you what you're doing here? <laughs> Beat the fuck out of that shit! Like, <laughs> you are you fucking high? Like, no. I wish. No. <laughs> I understand it, but. We need you to say up here on Tina Wesson to just at least give us something here. We need to keep this. Please say something on Tina Wesson. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Fuck all of you. Good night. So that's a no veto. Oh, <laughs> well, I'd, I'm going to say that to no veto. Well, I would probably yeah. agree with that, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. How old, how old is Kate? Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, are we still? Are we still? Are we still? Um, how old? All right, Colin, you've got to choose between two people, my friend. This is what we've all been waiting for. Colin, it's over to you. The interesting thing, and the, uh, a lot of people are going to listen to this list and they're going to be like, you guys got it all wrong with who your placings are. We could very well end up with a number one who is not number one on any of our lists. Um, and that's really interesting, but it is a majority and um, it is uh, a combined list. Um, it is so close between, I think, the three players I had. I had Todd in here. Um, there's so many arguments you can make for all of them. Uh, you know, one had, for the two that are left, one had a dominant game uh, against competition that maybe wasn't all that competitive. The other one had a completely under-the-radar, uh, would seem to be a disastrous game 
against the best competition in the world, both of them managed to win. Uh, it, really, it's not that I'm making much of a pick because it'll still come down to vetoes, but um, I still believe that for the fact that Sandra could win this twice, you can't ignore that. So I'm going to put up Kim in number two. Because I'm that creepy survivor person that's not over the fact that I was out number five. So yeah, I'm a loser. Um, so I follow some of them also because I actually do enjoy some of their tweets. They are hilarious. Some of these people mm-hmm. and they, there's like this like messaging in the tweets sometimes where I'm like, Oh my God, they're trying to tell me something and it's totally going to play out in like episode seven. I swear. I'm probably just making that up. But, nah. Um, <laughs> um, Oh, shit, I don't even know where I was going with that. Happens all the time on the show. Who knows? Woman is, uh, like... <laughs> You're talking about the people. I don't know. But I do know they're, oh, yeah, they're very close. Yeah, so the point is that I see them, like, tweeting to each other. And I'm like, what the fuck? We couldn't do that on our season. Maybe they just like these people more than us. Well, like, thank you, Drew, is I, I guess what you would be Yeah, saying. thank you, Drew. <laughs> you saved me for a few more days there, Drew. Thank you very much. You saved me. Uh, yeah, and that's it. All of a sudden, you, you aren't thinking it's about how fast that game goes. You aren't thinking 24 hours. You're just thinking, or I'm not trying to make the merge. I'm just trying to survive to see the sun another day. <laughs> question everybody's asking you now Jacqueline the wedding are the plans uh, already in place uh, <laughs> when, when are you looking at the the big day yes um, we're 90% sure it's going to be August 16th 2015 it's actually on my birthday brilliant <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, downtown Detroit in Michigan and John's, John's like Oh, this is the best birthday present you ever get, marrying me. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, shut up! <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Well, that's it's a good. I, I don't hear many people getting married on their birthday, so there you go. That's uh, at least at least John will never forget the anniversary. At least you can say that. Right, <laughs> right. I'm giving him an easy pass for the rest of his life. <laughs> yes. Like if he forgets both your birthday and your anniversary, then he's screwed. Like. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's like, you're not going to get double presents though. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the I'm one like, down. Whatever. <laughs> Did you guys know he was throwing that challenge, or was it a complete shock? No, Drew said this on all his interviews. He said that me. John and Jeremy knew he was throwing this bloody challenge, but he had no idea. Like, he had talked about it, and all of us were like, Drew, you are, don't. We're like, don't do it. It's not what it's due. But he had, in his head, he had kind of told us this, and then he was out at exile. And so when he came back to exile, um, we had had an argument back at, uh, at Humapu about who should sit out. And then the fact that Jeremy and John sat out, Drew thought that was a signal to say, yeah, Drew, we're throwing the challenge, throw the challenge today, because those were really two strong competitors. And so when they set out, Drew was like, all right, I got the signal, guys. Don't worry, I'm going to throw the challenge. He threw the challenge, and all of us were like, dude, that was not the plan. <laughs> but this We've is- got nuggets. <laughs> nuggets. Vegetarian. <laughs> Fillet of fish. Fillet of <laughs> or as they call it in America. <laughs> yeah. No one wants a fillet of fish. <laughs> Boo. No one wants a fillet of fish from McDonald's. <laughs> fish fingers. I don't think I've ever had a fillet of fish in my life. <laughs> Who has had a fillet of fish? <laughs> I've had one, yeah. It wasn't the greatest. Oh, you're so... Oh. 
That's like the anti-reward. The losers have to eat the fillado fish. It's basically just a bit of cheese on a fillado fish on, a, on an actual fish fillet. I don't think it's, I don't think that's actual fish. I think it's like fish finger cheese? meat. It's like the fish finger kind of fish. Yeah. It's real. So where does cheese go with fish? Yeah. Fish understand. sauce on a bit it's of got chicken nugget. It's a rough tartar sauce, like a white sauce. Yeah. <laughs> fillado fish. You know, Vegetarian. they don't even call it a fillet of fish in America. It's called like a fish sandwich. Like, you know, uh, it's clearly a burger. Maybe everybody's still waiting for him to make those magical sandwiches that he's going to be able to pick <laughs> Yeah, what? that was so random. Like, what the hell? Are you still high off the pot that you had, like, in back home? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Found some shrooms on the island? I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Did you make a video for Shireen as well? or? Uh... <laughs> hey, how about those New England Patriots, huh? How about those guys? Remember we'll that one-yard line interception? That was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, very um, good. Very good, actually. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. I, honestly, I, I play classical piano. Uh, I can't play one thing that I can sing to. I, I'm a concert pianist. I, I, I can jam on that thing, but I can't sing to it. But I can do, all right. I'll do just a few lines from Genie and Lamb. Okay, okay. Well, Bubba had them 40 deep. Sherazade had a thousand tails. Master your in luck, cause of your sleeves. You got a brand to play the devil things. You got the power in your corner now. Save the ammunition in your hand. You got the pump besides all the way high. And all you got to do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, Mr. Aladdin, sir, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, shut it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's fantastic. And the one thing that I have to say that people missed out of that is that full-on genie facial expressions and body movements when Johnny's singing that right now on cab. So you've missed out people listening at home. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. You got to do it all up. <laughs> Survivor style. Survivor style. Arriving on a boat, looking at Jeff Probst. He's staring at us now, wondering who will vote. Holy crap, there are some returning players. Holy crap, now my game is screwed. Russell Hans is here, he's looking for the idol, Russell Hans is gone, he didn't find the idol, Boston Rob is here, but he's really missing Amber, Richard Hatch is here, he is still queer, I just want to avoid Ravu, that tribe really sucked, poor young man was fucked. Holy son of a bitch, here comes a tribal switch, Silas, you're done, Marty's got no one, who the hell thought this game would be fun? Survivor style. Survivor style, whoop, 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 whoop. Survivor style. Survivor style, whoop, 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 whoop. Survivor style, hey, Purple Kelly, whoop, 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 whoop. Survivor style, hey, Purple Kelly, whoop, 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 whoop. He 
Here comes the merge and I'm missing an alliance. I hope to hell that people aren't being reliant. Maybe get naked for some chocolate and peanut butter. What about a dead grandmother? Win immunity, my name is Ozzy. Win immunity, my name is Kim Spradlin. Win immunity, my name isn't James Clement. Give up immunity, Eric to Natalie. Crybaby Idis, who the hell was Idis? That guy was cool, not as cool as you. Kissing Jeff, dissing the host. Sandra has two, two more than Sue. Tarzan's still denying it was a clue. Survivor style. Survivor style. Whoop, 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 whoop. Survivor style. Survivor style. Whoop, 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 whoop. Survivor style. Hey, Purple Kelly. Whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Survivor style. Hey, Purple Kelly. Whoop, 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 whoop. It's a fucking stick. A motherfucking stick. Mr. Freeze is here. No puppies are around him. Colton doesn't believe in handouts. He's appending once and out. Right now, now, now. You know what I'm saying? Survivor style. Hey, Purple Kelly, whoop, 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 Survivor style. Hey, Purple Kelly, whoop, 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 Survivor style. I will say too also to people listening to this right now, when it comes to our, our lovely little sensor noises, you'll hear they're a bit different today because Amy has uh, gratefully given us an idea to uh, change it from our annoying censored beep to uh, the sound you're hearing today, Amy. So we should really be trying to swear a little bit more on this interview, maybe. Are you serious? I mean, you're going to talk to me like that, you mother <laughs> I mean, seriously. You mother just mother Do you even know how to use this mother like little tiny little jingle bell? I don't know. It's mother appropriate to swear a little bit more today. <laughs> On this f***ing interview between us today, Amy. I mean, come on. That's one way of changing the direction of it, isn't it? <laughs> so let's talk about f***ing on the show. I swear I thought that James and Parvati were doing it on the show, and he tells me they didn't. But, God, can you imagine doing it on Survivor? That's the grossest thing ever. I mean, not because you, sm- you, you smell like a normal human being. After two weeks, your body is cleansed and free and good. Those first two weeks, like, your body is, is detoxing. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine being naked with people, like, rubbing and kissing in your breath and just... <laughs> Oh when gosh. Tracy mentioned when we had her on the show that uh, she stands by the fact that Amanda and Ozzy and that Mary and uh, Mikey B also were getting it on. She she thought that they definitely were out there. She heard noises. Wait, wait, wait. So she says that Mikey B and... And, and Mary, um, they were... Uh, Mary, during the uh, show? I, I'm pretty sure that's what she was alluding to, yes, but definitely uh, Ozzy and uh, Amanda yeah. as well. Like, I wouldn't doubt it. Ozzy, that dirty little pig, I love him. <laughs> like, of course he's jumping on the hottest girl in Survivor. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> I mean, definitely one of them. Yeah. She's got great set of hoosers. I would too if I was <laughs> Yes, well, I, I have to say that uh, the majority of, uh, of men and women would also agree with that too, Amy. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I love her intro in in Fans versus Favorites, where she's like reaching out and hitting the the thing, and like she's falling as her yes. breaths are like mounding together, and like really, <laughs> really, that's what you wanted to see every time. Let's all watch Amanda jiggle as she falls into the ocean. That's awesome. that's attracting the viewers there. Some crap. <laughs> I like how we start cussing, and, and the conversation goes straight. In the yeah, cutters. absolutely. As soon as we start saying it's about sex and boobs. <laughs> <laughs> More of these it. interviews need to turn out it. that way. I think, um, you know, if we ever got Rudy on this show, we're just going to bring up boobs and sex. I, I think you should. I mean, really, with, with every contestant, <laughs> because there were a lot of boobs and, and, and such happening. It was nice. About being a girl, we have a lot of naked swimming. Yes. I didn't always tell the girls that I appreciated them as much as I did <laughs> naked, because then they might stop. So I was just like, oh, yeah, we're playful. Aren't we mermaids? We're in the water, mermaids. <laughs> You could have turned around then when you got voted out and did what Dawson did and gone up for the kiss when you, you know, you left. <laughs> I mean, if you ever go back again, Betsy, there's an idea. <laughs> oh, the poor guy must be horrified by me. For the, um, I got interviewed out in L.A. day, and, um, so I walked into the room, and there's Jeff Probst and producers and Mark Burnett and Lynn Spillman, and I said, oh, yeah, today's my birthday, and... All I want for my birthday is a spanking from Jeff Probst. And the poor guy, the poor guy with his mouth open, he's like, oh, my gosh, get this woman away from me. <laughs> well, it must have worked. He can put you on the show. <laughs> oh, gosh, the poor guy. He'll uh, be in therapy. <laughs> I think that's the best quote I've ever heard on this show. All I want for my birthday is a spanking from Jeff Probst. Uh, it was kind of true. <laughs> well, there you go, Jeff. If you're listening to this, uh, Betsy's birthday next year. You know, come on, line it up. A final question. Oh, that that that's classic. I love that, Betsy. A lot of people here asking the questions. Would you play again? We've already. Um, I've seen some of the questions. Some of them was a little much. Oh yeah, there was that one that I think you saw that you just answered wow to. Yeah, I don't even want to like, mention it. Uh, they said I don't even say what it was. They said uh, was was Michaela good in bed? Yes. Here we go. Uh, how tall? How tall are you? How many teeth have you lost, and why? And was Michaela good in bed? <laughs> Well, I'm five foot six. Uh, I lost a tooth wrestling in high school. Now everything's fixed, um, and I can't answer the next one. I'm, I'm not allowed to anymore. You're not allowed to Trust anymore. Me. Yeah. Somebody seen that question was like, nope, you ain't answering that one. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Carolina. I actually, uh, a few people on Sucks have uh, posted that on the board there on, on Survivor Sucks, and they've got out and said, if Ben asks that question, he'll be a hero. <laughs> if I answer that question? Yes, yes, I'll, you'll make me a hero, but look, you know. We'll, we'll oh, I would answer it, but I would get in lots of trouble. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. Uh, we won't tell her. Don't let that make you need listen. to look at her and uh, use that. You know, just uh, think of, think about uh, what you're asking. <laughs> yes, yes, that's answered it perfectly. Thank you, Russell. You've answered it without answering it. You can't get into trouble. She can't say anything to you for that one. <laughs> Jerry, absolute pleasure getting you back on the show. Uh, 
best of luck with everything. And uh, look, we might even try and get you back on maybe during season 26. We'll, we'll try and get you on for an episode recap. How does that sound? I would love to. Uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to my favorite Australian. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna. Can I? Can I just keep that and forever play it over and over in my head? And kind of, I might even make that my message tone on my phone. That uh, that means that much to me right now, Jerry. Please do, please do. I'm totally serious. I, I, I wish we lived closer. I, mean, I think you'd be a really fun person to go and have a beer with. I would be. Yes. Well, again, I'm, I'm so much intrigued now about golf with porn stars and you know Jerry Manthe. I'm, I'm there. Tell me when. Yes. The two do not do not uh, cross over. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm there enjoying the game of golf with a bunch of random porn stars. I'm not participating in porn. Yes. Let's just make that very clear. Yes. Play, Playboy <laughs> was a one-off, everybody. That is just, that's in the past. And that's not even porn. I'm the only survivor that got urinated on national TV in the primetime hour. Unless somebody comes along and shits on someone. Well, I almost, they almost shut down production because I shit in the ocean. <laughs> and, and you were supposed to shit in the hole. And I shit in the ocean. And... Tammy told on me. I found out like five years ago that Tammy's the one who told because we had a big powwow and it said if we shit in the ocean one more time, the French government was going to shut down the show and we were all going to go home and we were not going to get paid. And <laughs> and I knew I was the one who shit in the ocean and I didn't say anything. And I was thinking, who the fuck told on me? I'm like, it's an ocean. There are whales that shit turds bigger than I am. Like, why can't I just do a little John Carroll diarrhea coconut shit in the ocean that will just dissipate in, like, seconds and look like algae because it was, like, avocado green coming out of my ass. And I'm thinking, how is that a problem? And what happened is, is I was treading water, and it became apparent that I was dropping the kids off at the pool, and Tammy noticed it, and she told production I was shitting in the ocean. Tammy. Gee, that, that would have been interesting. International incident. Yeah. Um, the French in the US uh, caused shutdown of a TV show because, uh, uh, you know, a contestant of the show did a shit in the ocean. I know. I'm like, I, I mean, you couldn't even find it. And then I kept thinking, wait a minute. And then it literally after, like, when they said they were going to shut down production, I'm like, there are whales and dolphins that shit, like, more than my dog does. And it's like nasty because it's fish and all those gross things that they eat in the ocean. I'm like, and I have a little baby Ruth candy bar thing floating, you know, around. I mean, like, this isn't meatballs. I mean, it's like, you know, give me a break. Uh, Any interview, John, that turns into talking about shit is a classic. We've had a few. Trust me. Um, Here's my my all-time favorite one, and then we'll end on this. Is So when after that happened, we had to... You know, make sure that we we shit where we're supposed to, you know, go. And so our production crew, we called them Limp Biscuit because they all looked like Limp Biscuit, you know, with the the sole patches and, you know, the whole nine yards. And they literally sounded like African um, buffalo, you know, on the Serengeti when they'd follow you. So one day I had to like, you know, and what happened is, is you have to remember our season, we did not get any food. We didn't get any rice. We didn't get anything. So what we ate were sea snails, a little bit of lime and coconuts on our island. They got all kinds of fiber and stuff on their island. We didn't. And I didn't realize that, um, that coconut was as much of a laxative as it was. So about day nine or so, 
we were all still we were still intact. All eight of us were still on our tribe, and I w- and we would rotate like who would go on the outside, so that you you know you, you wouldn't always be cold. So that rotate towards that rotation, I was kind of in the middle of the 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 you know the uh, spooning you know line, and so I woke up and I thought I had to fart, and so I thought, well, I'll just let it out. And I completely shit my pants. So I got up, like tiptoed past everybody and went out in the middle of the night and was like beating my shorts against a rock, trying to get this God awful smell of like a dead whale carcass, fish, shit. I can't even tell you what I smelled like. It was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen. It was running down my legs. It was awful. So I get it. So it was so bad. I couldn't even clean. I used sand. I was up for two hours trying to clean these shorts. So I couldn't do it. So I had to hang them up away from everybody because they smelled so bad. And I didn't want anybody to know that I'd shit my pants in the middle of the night. So, so now I'm like kind of relegated wearing the same shorts. So all of a sudden I realize another night I have to go and I cannot, I don't have time to dig a hole. So I run into the little forest and it was like a full moon. So you could see the light and everything. And I found where there was like a little crab hole and I saw a crab was in the hole and I'm like getting ready to like just lose it. And I'm trying to get the crab out to get out of his hole. And finally, I could not get him out. And I literally looked out of the hole and I apologized to him. <laughs> and said, I am so sorry for about what's – I literally, I'm like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry because I know I'm going to come back as a crab and somebody's going to shit on and shit in my house <laughs> just like I'm doing. So I go down and I start like doing my business into this his hole and he starts to come up. I had to grab all of my junk and poke him down with a stick back in the hole while I was crapping on him because I thought he was going to pinch off my stuff. And I ended up packing like leaves and dirt and entombing him in a shitty like concrete death. And I felt horrible that I killed a crab because he found it in my crap. <laughs> well, I, I did. I first of all have to say the lamest joke you'll ever hear. Dare I say he got crabby? <laughs> yes, he did. And I almost got a really bad case of the craps. Yes. Oh my god, my interviews, like my out interviews. I have interviews that are there's like some, there was some interviews online. They would just pull me in the morning because I would wake up and I'd be like, oh my god, because the nights were crazy because no one ever sleeps. You could wake up. Not wake up. You could say something. This is this is a, an email that went around with all of us. Um, that was we had rats everywhere, like everywhere. We were just visiting. That was their fucking island. We were just visiting, and that's we had nothing to watch. And so I started this this whole rat. That's what I was. It was a rat circus. It was Rat City USA, and I had names for all of them. One of them was Willard. The Willard rat had these really long balls because, you know, I mean, it's a Willard is was an older gentleman, and it's just it's just, it's a it's a fact of gravity happens, and as you age, your balls drop. And Willard would like crunch down and he looks like the immunity idol and that's where he would sit in his underpants and then this rat went by and it was like this giant dragging balls and so I'm like where's the willard rat it was sort of like the master rat she's got a very strong cult following but they just don't seem to vote for her to save like she's very close to being evicted each week well 
consider it, she's an Indian. Like, there's lots of people that work in Indian call centres and that. And, you know, isn't that what all, nearly all the call centres are in India? You think they'd be voting Pretty for much, it? yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello? <laughs> they, that, that should, they should connect the dots there and um, have that, Reggie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see. There you go. That, that's that's why they're, they're saving it to the end of the season so that they can all vote for it to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop calling us while we're eating our dinner, asking about our long distance carrier, and vote for Priya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, I suppose the question we should ask: How about how about? Oh, sorry. How about Cap deleting Twitter this week? I thought that was a bit outrageous. I didn't even know that. There you go. Some gossip I didn't know, Ben. <laughs> I only, I only found out from reading Ben's Twitter, so... Oh. <laughs> I must have been reading your Twitter. Yeah. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> what kind of fan are you? What kind of fan are you? Terrible one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kristen. Hmm. Yep. Do you have any insight on that, like, as to what happened there, or...? She never liked, she never liked Twitter. Okay. You know, Twitter wasn't really... You know, her thing. you have to talk on it, don't you? You, know, you have I to c- communicate on it, so... <laughs> Not something she's... <laughs> yeah, well... She's like, today I gave blood. And then someone writes back and says, die, whore, die. You know, like, it's not exactly a balanced relationship. You know? So, like, I can imagine that it's not really working for her. You know? That's not a seesaw. That's like being catapulted into another atmosphere. So, when she deleted her Twitter, I just was like, fair call. Fair call, lady. Move on. Donate blood and do it in your own time. Yes. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Save a life before you destroy your own. That was my cattiest comment of the season. Yeah. I think you just made Chris yeah. and I lose it right now. Well, I have to ask you to put you in the zone right here this morning for you, T-Bird. Now, I'm putting you right on the spot with this. You have no idea I'm going to ask you this. What are the chances of you actually giving us a rendition of Tomorrow, famously sung by you in uh, Survivor Africa? And I don't think your fans are ready for that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. Just thinking about tomorrow. Clears away the cobwebs and the sorrow. Till there's none. When I think of a day that's gray and lonely, I just pick up my chin and grin and say, That'll <laughs> come out tomorrow. You want more, Ben? Oh, uh, look, I just I want to give you a separate applause for that. <laughs> it was like you, you were born to do that this morning and you knew I was going to ask you. <laughs> That is brilliant. How often do you break out to that on, on, a, on a flight, on a long-haul flight? Actually, I've not broken out in song. Um, you know what? I did actually do it for charity. They were, you know, hey, they were giving money to the charity. I'm like, oh, yeah, shoot, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but not since then. Wow. Only for you, Ben. Breaking Only new for ground you. here. Look at this. <laughs> Can I put you on the spot completely? Could you drop us a verse of your favorite song? Oh, God. Um, oh, I'm a stoner, I'm a stoner, I'm a stoner. Do you remember that one? No, I don't. I, 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 I don't know okay. if I know Are that you one. out of breath? <laughs> Look, I'm 65 years old, but Ben, trust me, I'm not a stoner. <laughs> oh, I woke up in the new Bugatti. 
<laughs> I woke up in the new Bugatti. Did you get that? I did. I did. <laughs> and look, waking up in a new Bugatti is good, but if you don't have any keys. <laughs> then where? It, you know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no keys. Yeah. Well, uh, wow. I just, I just love it, Ben. That is I love fantastic. It. And, when, and when I go to the gas station to fill up my uh, my big black avalanche <laughs> truck, uh, I've got the windows down and and uh, my speakers are just pumping out <laughs> the hip hop. And folks turn around and take a look at what's driving that and has that in their vehicle and their jaws drop. <laughs> a lot of jaws are dropping right now, so uh, I can imagine. You think? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the other thing that we're going to do, well, I don't know about Essen, but I'm going to make a television series called The Amazing Racist. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be really racist people rush, running around the world, <laughs> fucking off everyone. I'd, well, I'd watch that. Um, right. Amazing racist. <laughs> well, well, uh, you know, you can get someone. I'm not. I'm not saying that Jared is racist, but I mean, every single country they went to, and they're like, "Oh, they bloody speak English." Bloody, bloody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Must must get Jared. I'm sure. Hey, um, so I've also been doing a bit of stand-up comedy as well. And if I come to Aussie, I'll let you know. Just, just in the off chance. Please do. Any of your listeners. We will. Yeah. If they don't, we will. We will come and watch, Christy. We will. I will definitely go to Melbourne. 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 <laughs> Melbourne. I'll definitely go to Melbourne. I don't know if I'll have if I'll have the the liquid capital, as it were, to go to a lot of places. But I'll let you know if I do. And. Um, yeah. If you, go to, if you so, go to Melbourne, it's a forty dollar flight down to Hobart. It takes fifty minutes. You'll be right. I'll be right. <laughs> You'll be right. <laughs> Stay with got at least guns. two people coming to watch. Yeah, two people. You, we'll buy the tickets for it. We'll buy all the tickets for you. It looks Let's like you've got it. I'll do a Kickstarter. I'll do a Kickstarter. <laughs> and people can, <laughs> you, can, you, you, you can sleep on our couches. There you go. You don't even have to pay for accommodation. There you go. You can clean off the clean off any uh, debris that might be in there. Yes, it's just sitting there all the time. So, do you, do you provide a sleeping bag oh, as well? Of course, why not? You know, we'll even. Look oh, that's this. going a bit far. We don't have them in home. Can save Christy ten dollars on on no luggage. Fees. Well, look, look, look. I I live in the actual city. Noah lives in bumfuck nowhere. So, um, <laughs> we we have sleeping bags here. <laughs> Yeah, not, not down here. Do they have good fish and chips in Bumfuck, <laughs> Uh No. Did you get a fried Well, you could actually. I reckon you've got a Korean grocer there, so I don't know what they cook there. But well, I'd love to meet you. Know, I've been watching the boat. Babe, it sounds like you should be on The Amazing Race. <laughs> oh, I, I probably should be. I'm, a, I'm only racist against New Zealanders. It's fine. So when Jeff Probst asks, would we have ever hooked up? What do I say to him? <laughs> you mean as friends? And he says, uh, no, in a sexual manner. <laughs> and I kind of give him the once over, much like many of you have done to Morgan. Yes. And I said, I don't know. How tall are you? He says, what does that have to do with anything? I said, I, think you're, I don't think you meet my height requirement. <laughs> and at this point, there's a little chuckle in the room. Because here's the most average person being cast for the show, basically challenging Jeff's manhood, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he says, well, how tall do I have to be? I said, you, six feet. He says, well, Tom Cruise isn't six feet. I said, 
I have no interest in Tom Cruise. <laughs> he says, well, Brad Pitt isn't six feet. I said, well, Brad Pitt gets a waiver. <laughs> and he says, Brad Pitt gets a waiver and I don't. I say, you're no Brad Pitt. <laughs> Wow, he was just he was just ready to kill you there, I would imagine. <laughs> it, and and then a guy next to him, who I'm sure is some sort of big wig, is kind of chuckling, as are all the women in the room. Mm-hmm. And and he says, Well this is interesting. Who else is in? I said, Hypothetically speaking, you know, I'm a married woman. And he said, Yeah, hypothetically speaking. I said, Ricky Schroeder. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Uh, I believe he was in a season of 24 for a little bit, and that was my only... But I, he's like a childhood actor or something, isn't he? Or He was in the 80s. He was in a show called Silver Spoons, mm. which is the... Do you know the show... Uh, what's it called? Ocean Girl? Uh, yes. Is that in Australia? Yes, yes, yes. There's like the cute blonde boy. Yep, yep. That all the girls... That, that boy would be my Ricky Schroeder. Okay. Okay. You know, of my formative years. Okay. So I say, Ricky Schroeder. And everyone starts, you know, a few people, well, what? And the guy says, Ricky Schroeder from Silver Spoons? <laughs> I, I said, yeah, I wrote him a lot of letters when I was 13, so I might as well seal the deal. <laughs> and uh, someone else says, so Ricky Schroeder over Jeff Probst? And I look right at Jeff and say, any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I think that set the tone for our relationship. Mm. I'm looking forward to you answering one of our final five then about that. And I will also just let you know, Ricky Schroeder is a huge listener to this podcast. So uh, you might get a phone call. <laughs> I have met Ricky Oh, okay. at a reindeer gig at a celebrity party. I have a picture of me. And for years, my husband kind of cock-blocked me. Ricky would be at these things and I had a hall pass for Ricky you know you, yes. when you're married you get we call it a hall pass is, like if we, is if, it the five uh, is it kind of like on friends when they had the list of five that you could yeah yep. yeah yep. so Ricky's in mine mm-hmm. uh, so there's Ricky at an event I'm looking good I'm wearing my jeans I got a reindeer on and <laughs> on a rope <laughs> you know he's gonna be all over that <laughs> and my husband you know you guys saw him, insecure, giant man that he is. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he won't let me get near Ricky because he knows I have the hall, hall pass. And he's worried. He actually thinks someone would find me attractive, which is hilarious and endearing at the same time. Uh, but then we finally meet Ricky, and he's, my husband says, I'll go. I can't even talk to Ricky because I'm starstruck. I'm more starstruck than I was when I met Jeff Probst. Wow. Because there is Ricky Schroeder. Uh, anyway, mm. I couldn't even say anything. I was like a teenage girl. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, would, I would be intrigued to know who else is on your whole pass list, Cass. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, who else? Colby Donaldson, yes. obviously. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I took Jeff off after I met him. <laughs> Well, you're not getting a little bit excited then, then when he kind of mentions the fact, would we hook up? <laughs> like if that, I if that, think I may have, like, I may have rolled my eyes and gave him the grin, like, really? Because <laughs> Jeff was sitting downstairs. <laughs> you should have been like, well, um, I've got like five minutes. Um. <laughs> like, that's the best you can do, Jeff, to try to throw me from my game? <laughs> 
You totally don't get women, Jeff. Aiden Mazden. Now, I, I was waiting for somebody to send this in, Tony. Um, throughout the season, I um, I would break out into a terrible Tony impersonation. Um, I don't know if I don't know if you want to hear my Tony impersonation or, or whether we will skip over that question or. Uh, no, let's let's hear it. All right, this is this is embarrassing. Uh, oh, I'm Tony, police officer. I'm going to win Survivor. See, it sounds terrible. See, just coming out of my mouth. I just wanted to stop myself. <laughs> hey, 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 you know what? Never, never do that again, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the fact that yeah. I've had the person himself tell me that, uh, I think I'll officially retire. Oh, the, the terrible Tony impersonation. Oh, jeez, that was uh, that was horrible. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Adam, for uh, embarrassing me. So who put the baby? Who put the baby in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, my baby. My baby. It's in the corner. <laughs> I've got like Crash's dummies. You know the the song uh, "Keep a Lid on Things" by Crash's Dummies, the weirdest song they ever made. Uh, no, the only song by Crash Test Dummies I know is mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> And this weird song which just starts with the singer Who put the dog in the doghouse? <laughs> I was probably thinking that Who put the baby in the corner? <laughs> you did my baby I want to do a, a, a parody of that Who put the baby in the corner? <laughs> you did baby You did <laughs> Jamie's going to love that right now. She thinks that song's amazing. <laughs> I just want Colin to sing for the rest of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alright, let's move on for the crash of the dummy's weirdest song ever. I've literally typed in greatest romantic movies of all time. It's come up with pictures. We've got When Harry Met Sally. I've never seen it. I don't... Whatever. Pretty Woman. Sleepers in Seattle. Titanic number four. Fuck you and your stupid Santa Claus shit. That doesn't mean it's not a terrible movie, Ben. Why would okay, Colin. I was five and a half hours of my life in that movie, and you won't stop talking about it. Just... Let's move back. We're going to be... Oh, no, Titanic's going to be fuzz. I got Titanic on the brain. It's too late at night to be doing this, okay? Jesus, I've never heard Colin go off like this before. Elizabeth Mitchell, Elizabeth Mitchell. Back, back. Wow. Down. I'm scared all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like the Canadian Hulk. Um, what are I'm- you doing, E? Man. Uh, manslaughter. That, that's like pretty mm-hmm. gruesome. Manslaughter. Manslaughter. Like, what about accidental killing? (laughs) No, manslaughter. Like, Um, why hasn't that been PC change? Like, women can die too. This should be person slaughter. slaughter. Um, Apparently, Kelsey Grummer's sister was raped and murdered. That's very sad. What? I like. Don't laugh. (laughs) That's so random. I'm not laughing and that's horrible. I like Kelsey Grammer too, but that's just like we're talking like, about. Ah! <laughs> You're just talking about manslaughter. You're like, like la, la, la. oh, apparently Kelsey Grammer's sister was raped. And you're like, okay. Well, that's the second news story that shows up on Google for when you type in murder. Um, oh, this is only recent. Yeah, one day ago. Oh, holy shit. I thought this was like old news. Ah. <laughs> oh. Poor Fraser. Hi, Kelsey Grammer. Um, yeah, and Valentine's Day murder, Wade Martinez, Jake Tortle, jailed for murder of George Garmo. Not George Garmo. <laughs> uh, Underrated. 
underrated murder victim. Here's a question. Here's a philosophical question for you. Um, Like, in the future, just calm down, wait. When we can can clone each other, if you kill your clone, is that murder or suicide? Well, it's not suicide. Well, you're killing yourself. Well, no, you're not killing yourself. You're killing a clone of yourself. But it's still yourself, so you're killing yourself. No, no it's not yourself. It's, it's a whole other entity. It's but you're a whole, still killing can, yourself. Yeah, but can you control that other clone? No, it's got its own brain. It's doing its own thing. It, it, you're fat and ugly and it's... No, I don't mean you. I mean this... Wow. Wow. You're throwing that into a conversation. So, uh, Jack Sawyer and Locker here. You're fat and ugly. Uh, ben comes up to the wharf. <laughs> I don't mean you. I mean hypothetical you listening to this. Who's also fat and ugly, apparently. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Um, yeah, you're fat and ugly, and your clone is thin and works oh. out. Like it can. It can <laughs> that's why you killed it. <laughs> Jealousy. <laughs> You're fat and ugly. Your clone's thin and attractive. <laughs> I don't mean you. I mean everybody. Dig yourself deeper. Do a bend. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's murder. No. Um, I, I think there's more to it than that. It's going to be suicide. <laughs> there's more to it than that. Yeah, there might be, but it's definitely not suicide. Again, you're technically killing yourself. So. <laughs> you're not. You're killing a clone of yourself. It's a whole other entity. But what if the clone, like, kills the clone? This is, like, two clones. <laughs> well, how many clones are there now? This is just complicating the matter. I don't know. They might want to make, like, an army or something like that for General what? Grievous. Five clones? Because I feel like... Well, I feel like in the future, when cloning is a thing, we need a cloning law. I feel like <laughs> five is, is a kind of a neutral number. Would you like to clone yourself? I think it'd be fun. No. Like, why not? Because I don't want me going out there and being better than me. Me but, being fat and ugly and but, my clones but they're not better than going you. out. Why? You make them not as good as you. Yeah, but then they have their... I feel like you don't <laughs> really know what a clone is. I'm not... This isn't freaking historical figures. I know what a clone <laughs> is. Like, it's not Alexander the Great or something like that. You can't control the clone once it's been cloned. It's I its know own you thing. can't, but like, I could right now be watching The Force Awakens while my clone does this episode. <laughs> so. Yeah, and it, it, but it's not you after that. It can be different to but you. It's it can go off and to do be its me, because it's a clone. You program it, it to start be you. you. But then it will go separate ways. And no! It might be skinny and get lots of chicks and yeah, be, be better than So it would be me. It wouldn't be you. It would oh, be wow, so Ben I'm not too. Oh, get lots of chicks out. That's my feelings, Noah. Hypothetical. I've got a fat ugly. <laughs> you listen to everything Tarzan says. You will learn how to speak Australian <laughs> in about thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been told a lot of these. One woman said to me she'd rather hear me say the F word than some of these ducks nuts and bloody, you know, give my left nut and all this sort of thing. Well, And then I was pleased one of the fans stuck up for me and said, oh, look, he's just talking old Australian yeah. English. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. It's so much fun. Oh, it was a blast. It was, wasn't it? Yes. I mean... It- 
It is, and it is fun. It is fun. And if you don't have fun, well, you're a dickhead. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a T-shirt right there. You could put that on a T-shirt and sell it. We need to get just like a, a cartoon of your face with just the beard, like sort of a silhouette. And underneath it just says, if you aren't having fun, you're a dickhead. Tarzan, Australian Yeah, survivor. go on. You should print it. I'll <laughs> sign it for you. <laughs> we'll share the profits. There you go. Uh, we'll try and make more than $500,000, and then that way it kind yeah, of it's a win-win, we isn't it? <laughs> hmm. We could always donate the money. Well, of course. Exactly. Absolutely. That, mm. is, that is a very good idea. <laughs> Monica Culpepper also kissed me on the cheek. All right, One World people You have me. bragging rights right now. Troyzan didn't kiss me on the cheek, but, um, you know, next time. I just had a vision of you grabbing somebody by the shoulder, shaking them and said, tell me where Kim is. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> where is she? Where is Kim Redland? Oh Could you imagine God. if somebody had said to me Brian Hardick was there? I would have just punched oh. him in the face. Like, shut up and take my money. Uh- <laughs> You're waiting for your kiss on the cheek from him, too. <laughs> oh, I would have wanted to kiss more than just on the cheek. Come on. Um, right oh, now- my God. <laughs> I love it. I need to calm down. I am sitting with the only survivor right now that I've actually kissed properly. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just bragging even more. Uh, Photographic evidence of that, going people. through hard times. Yeah, such a hard life being a survivor <laughs> podcaster, isn't it? Now she's like, it was pity. It was pity. Don't judge yeah. me. <laughs> well, it was. I'm not, I'm, not deni- I'm not denying it wasn't anything more than pity. I mean, it literally, legitimately was a let's make your ex jealous kiss, <laughs> to which I played up to the fact that she took a photo on her phone. I'm like, it didn't count because I didn't get a photo on my phone, to which it happened again. I'm taking it still. I'm not in any way saying it was anything more than a pity kiss because, seriously, look at me and look at her but (laughs) back to Survivor can't forget the one other line in the movie where they're saying what the audience should be saying is like will someone please tell me what planet I'm on and scene yeah (laughs) face off off planet Um, you're on (laughs) the bees the bees (laughs) not the bees not the bees There's another part of the Wicker Man. It's like an underrated moment, but Nicholas Cage is, I don't know if his, his face is stung or something. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> I wanted to see that when his face was actually off when you just had like the the under part of his face. Oh my God! Oh my God! What they do to my face? <laughs> We need to like restart this episode and just do it all in cagesms. My food, my food, my food. Another one, of course. You can't forget it's the wrong movie, but uh, put the bunny back in the box. I told you to put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god, put the bottle back in the box! A, B, C, D. Oh my god. I'm Castor Troy! I'm Castor Troy! Woo! Oh my god. Um, just because we've had so much fun, let's stop before we get the boat in the, the fight here. So, I'm at it. The boat! Not the boat! The boat! 
<laughs> oh, where do we even start? Uh, you know. uh, the, fu- <laughs> the funeral. Why wouldn't we be laughing at the funeral? <laughs> With these four options, you can either kiss, slap, hug, or run away. And can I just warn you, remember, if you say you will slap a woman, Rob has a podcast, we'll do an emergency would, episode. So just be careful. I was just going to say, I'm not going to say that now. <laughs> the hell? Oh, there's going to be an emergency podcast of women talking about the misogynistic questions on the Australian network. I mean, the uh, the Oz network. I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus. So just, just pointing that out uh, for you, Sasha, listening. Dan will not be slapping any women because Robbie's a busy man. Uh, he so, doesn't need to do another emergency so, episode. <laughs> I would probably kiss her because I think she'll slap me. Yeah, I, I'd go that road. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll do the opposite. We'll hold an emergency podcast for the slapping of the men just to balance it out. 2017. No, so. no one cares about that. It's all right. No one They're cares about to us hit either. Us. That's, so that's, that, that's the, yeah, that's, that's the rule. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely spank. <laughs> Does that count? Can I say that? Yeah. Is that... Well, look, the slap can be moved downwards onto a, a, a rear end, which allows for appropriate slapping of a female. Does that, that That's not a sentence I shouldn't say. No, you know what I mean. That. I said I that, would... not Dan. I said that. Don't blame Dan. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still going to be my fault. Put down the podcast uh, no. plan, Rob. No emergency podcast needed. It's all good. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Step away from the emergency podcast button, Rob. All right. Relax, okay? Calm down. Oh, well, that doesn't get talked about, does it? Only Ben failing the the dangly challenge. Let's forget about Uh, uh, our teammate who fucked up the fire challenge. (laughs) Listen, she's a woman. You're not allowed to say that now, okay? Sorry, Rob. Put the button down. Emergency podcast. No. We're going to have an emergency podcast. Stop it, Rob. No. No. It comes. Stop it, Rob. Put down the emergency button. It's fine. It's all good. Put down the bat phone, okay? Do not call the women's brigade, dear Lord. Uh, When you put forth impossible decisions, I'm going to go with spanking. So that's... uh, that's it. Let's I'm be honest. That's that's decision. the answer she was hoping for. Uh, <laughs> she, she was like, "Come on, spanking, 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 spanking." I ap- I apologize, Lisa. Rob, don't have an emergency podcast. Put it down, Rob. Sorry. Put it down. Put the button down, Put Rob. The button down, Rob. <laughs> um, one thing I'll say is that uh, the the. <laughs> Uh, we, Rob doesn't know we exist anymore. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> now on to Granny Survivor, otherwise known as Grant to me. Questions for this week, which she wrote down for me to send. Oh, at least she's not that sick. Uh, hello, dears. I've fallen ill and unable to send in my weekly questions myself. I hope my dear granddaughter sent this in. Otherwise, I'm going to choke her. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Emergency podcast. Right, protesting no. grannies everywhere. Dear Rob Sestanino, <laughs> you need to have an emergency oh. podcast. Granny is choking the granddaughters. Against violence against granddaughters. Oh, the horror of it all. Whoever this person is sending you this, you are the greatest. Um. Now, now, <laughs> Oh my lord! Um, now- <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Oh. 
God. It's the only time that sentence has ever been uttered on a podcast of ours, and it's not even doing anything to do with you or with the, me or the guests, oh, the, the listeners. That's a good quote. <laughs> that is females a good quote. Only. Females only. If it's a male, you will create an emergency podcast. Not allowed to. <laughs> not allowed to. That's right. There'll be emergency podcasts everywhere. Yes, exactly. We'll do one for the sake of it. Um, Richard, thank Fuck you. Fucking emergency podcast. <laughs> Can we do just you Richard, and I do an emergency was, podcast? <laughs> we are we are at the the end here, Dan. But thank you so much. Always a pleasure, mate. And uh, best of luck with uh, everything moving forward. And you know we're going to get you back on again, whether it's for the Ferris Bueller one or an emergency episode or just whatever we feel like. Oh no, not an emergency podcast. Oh, put down the button. How are we here? And <laughs> why do I just feel the overwhelming need to just repeatedly apologize to both of these girls? You know, like this is just so weird. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, anyway. Um, I have to ask, though. She she didn't, like, in real life ask you to, like, have a circumcision, right? I mean, like, I don't want to get too personal with you, John, but, like, I mean, you didn't go home and, like, Google how to give a set and have that creepy guy giving you I instructions. Didn't. No, no, I, I didn't, and she didn't. Okay, which good. Was, which was awfully, awfully nice of her, yeah. Oh, I forgot. That's why he did it, of course, because the... Uh, the cheerleading girlfriend uh sorry like i said it's been so long man like like things are a little cloudy so like uh yeah that's right she wanted it she didn't like she didn't like him uncircumcised so he he you know by the way that when i did that that was like yeah that was like in the second episode i think right where he Mm -hmm. circumcises himself it was yeah and um yeah and um yeah i remember that that was so that was so bizarre it was so bizarre, too, because a little behind the scenes on that, the day that we shot that, it was the director of photography, Christopher Baffa's birthday. And so Ryan had this idea of, hey, one, while you're doing one take of circumcising yourself <laughs> beneath the camera, we're going to put a, a lit birthday cake in your hands. <laughs> so, so right as you're about to pass out, I want you to raise the cake with the candles into camera. And um and and I remember <laughs> it was funny because I this footage must exist somewhere because it's literally the thing like I you hear you know I go to cut and then I'm like passing out and right as I'm about to fall out of frame I raise this candle full of or, or sorry this cake full of candles and um and I remember internally being kind of pissed because I knew, I knew that was the best take. I was like, I fucking nailed it. I was like, I fucking nailed it. I was like, they could never use it because I got a goddamn cake in my hands. And, uh, yeah. Wow. It's <laughs> a true story. I'm going to yeah, watch man. that differently now. Everybody loves out of candy, right? Oh, but, um, link. <laughs> candy, candy, the name candy. All right. Clarify this is that. where. Ben objectifies women, and it is not Gal Gadot, it's not Robin Wright, it's Anna Candy. <laughs> oh, I'd objectify all of the above, but like, Anna Candy. <laughs> Hang on, and to be fair, I would objectify Chris Pine as well, all right? Yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah, ben objectifies anybody with a pulse. Um, <laughs> I'm not Jane. Over the age of 18. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that much, <laughs> true. I mean, come on. Like, I've listened to, like, a few of the ones with you. Like, I think I'm bad. Every single time you do a recap, it's like, oh, Patrick Stewart's hot. I'd love to run my hand through his chest hair. Like, like you are not you having know, sex with your wife enough if she's that horny. Like, come on. 
stop recording podcasts and have sex with your wife, Colin. You just don't know Jamie. <laughs> she can be like that 24-7. But, uh, okay, that right. makes sense. Hang on a minute. This is where Colin's scheduling. I've got to work. No, you don't. Jamie's got the day off. Come on, honey, I bought a box of condoms. Let's put on some Barry White to candles. Let's do this. I popped on a Keanu Reeves movie. You want to go? <laughs> I'm already naked. What are you Which, talking about? <laughs> uh, if if I, I can't even count how many times we've recorded an episode, and I'm like, all right, Ben, this is the timestamp. We're gonna put together a montage at the end of the year of every time Jimmy mentions somebody shirtless. Do it, do it. That is that. If we do a best of, we haven't even worked out if we're doing one or not yet. But if we do, I want the the segment, the section there of just Jamie. Ah ah ah. Yeah, and then randomly in the background of episodes, we're like, and Chris Pine when he's in the bath, and she's like, woo, all muffled. <laughs> Random sneeze. That's not really her sneezing. That's her something else. Uh- <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, and the food, yeah, I mean, the lack of food, and the lack of food. Yeah, yeah. No poo. Oh poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poo count. The poo count. The poo count. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. How many days it took somebody to pass a poo? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I remember. I don't know, among other things. Uh, what was the record then? Who who I'm took trying, the longest? I'm, be, I'm, I'm being all articulate here, Sylvan, and you're you're just bringing it down, aren't you? It's got a shit already. I mean, I'm uh, bringing it down. Big big. Well, words, actually, like, you were the longest, it, weren't yeah. you? Deb? weren't you like seven days or something? <laughs> Without a poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I mean, I remember that they were sm- they were quite small in stature. I remember that much, and they did come out. <laughs> Not much going on with the plumbing, you know. Like, <laughs> sounds like repressed memory to me. I got to hmm. say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> people people often refer to Kadena as shit, but not quite in that context. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, you know what? I have to say the one where we slid down the slide. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was just so much fun. I remember when we saw the slide, we were like, oh, my God, we were actually so excited. It didn't really feel, even though it was pretty full on challenge. Um, just by looking at it, we're like, oh, my God, we get to go down a big slide. Um, and then we got to f- um, throw, like, rings at the end, which is really fun. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And also Sam did, like, a shit in the water, which was, like, two years long. <laughs> so that was pretty funny too. <laughs> and we were all trying to swim away from it. We are all trapped in the water and trying to swim away from his poo. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting yeah. that as an answer. Ah. That, that did happen. <laughs> There's a deleted scene we need to see. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, thanks, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> wow, Sam. Um, that's incredible. Um, uh, they often say that our uh, episodes turn to shit, Flick, and I think it yeah, just kind of did just then. Um, uh, and I also just love random Bosco moments. Like, we had it in uh, Journey to the Himalayas, didn't we? Where he's, like, talking about... Um... Darbell? Hello? Shoot. You there? Are you there? Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I am. Ben? I'm in. Hello. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. You good? Yeah, I just, lo- I just lost I just lost focus for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Man. It's fine. Do you want me to continue? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I drank. 
I, I drank a lot. I drank a lot of coffee this morning, my time, and that had that had me kind of that had me kind of cranked up. For, that had me kind of cranked up for a while. Right. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. it's fine. We can uh, we can continue if you want. When we had the True Tribe Challenge, which was the sandbag challenge, the endurance run around the ring mm-hmm. um, that they've done in Fans versus Favorites Two, they started in Palau. That one, yep. the run around the ring in the water. Carrying the shit, pass it off if you're going to lose. Did that New Zealand one actually too recently as well. Oh, they did, uh, of course. And then, so when Sanapu brought the chickens and said, "Oh, can we have some food for these chickens?" and we went ballistic, not ballistic verbally at the challenge, but I went off <laughs> my goddamn head when we get got back. I went off. They were saying, if you want us to use any of this, you need to start. And I was like, I can't stop swearing. I just need to goddamn go to town. That was, fu- how fucking dare they? They think they are. They can't come back and expect me to take their fucking chickens. They're killing us. They're fucking idiots. Fuck. I went to town for like half an hour until I stopped and breathed. And they went, are you all good? And I went, I think so. <laughs> oh, God, I wish they had done it at one day on the other thing, the other thing, the other thing I'll say is that which which Phoebes has mentioned a few times as well is there was a lot, not a lot, but just sort of camp life as me as well. Like my relationship with the Vavau chicken um, apricot was because she was obsessed with me and I was annoyed with her and got pissed off. So I'd take my frustrations out on her, not like physically, but just. Like, swe- like instead of swearing at the people around me that were annoying me or just saying, you're an idiot, piss off, I would say it to the chicken. So there was a lot of stuff that was not included of my relationship with the chicken, which everyone else found completely and utterly amusing and loved it because I would swear at her and abuse her and she'd come and hop on my lap or come and try to cuddle up to me. And I'd go, what are you doing? Just get away from me. And... Phoebe's like there was only one I think one snippet maybe a few that you actually saw that and Phoebe's was like oh my god that's ridiculous there was even in the time that she was with us there was so much of it that she said I wish that you guys got to see more are you just not a fan of chickens or is it (laughs) no no I love chickens they're great I mean I don't like birds necessarily personally but some birds especially magpies they're evil they're the devil's children (laughs) oh and emus but um the chicken was fine but vomiting my um, but no, it was just because we were never going to kill her, and she was just a mole. And I just she was she was a vent for me or an outlet. And it was like the more I abused her, the more she loved me. Like she used to try to jump up on the bed next to me, and I'd go, "What are you doing? Just go! Can everyone get her away from there?" Like, "Oh, she loves you, Craig. She loves you. She wants to cuddle." And I'd be like, "Bullshit! She's probably shitting in my shoes." You know that sort of shit. So. But you never saw it because wow. it was just me being me and they were like, crap, we just can't edit that. We, <laughs> so, note, to, note to Channel yeah. 10, uh, please release yeah. all the extra scenes of yeah. Craig and the chicken. That's all yeah, we want. Much. That's all we want. It's, and just make sure it's rated yeah. so that they can put that on there. And it's at your discretion if you want to. I think you're going to look at that screenshot I just sent you and crack up laughing here. So I'm just going to wait for you to re- <laughs> see the edit I put on Wikipedia just to that bit right now. Because uh, on season three of Prison Break, playing the role Panamanian drug kingpin, it'll recur in roles, series regular. Um, that's all I see. Where am I missing this year? 
they're right at the top. Robert Wisdom. You've got to look underneath where it's got. Robert Ray Wisdom was 14, born. 1953 is an American actor best known for his roles as Howard Bunny Colvin on The Wire, Norman Lachero, St. John on Prison Break, and his exceptionally large tongue. <laughs> I did went to put Peters, but it said, we've noted that an edit you have made is inappropriate. Uh, and I've just refreshed the page and it's still live on Wikipedia as of right now. I'm just going to send you the link so you can confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to put a screenshot up on our on our website. <laughs> oh, we we will never be trusted again. But this is making for such a great episode. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is his favorite uh, actor is Brad Pitt all over again for the Survivor Oz days. <laughs> the difference is Survivor Wiki leaves that on there, whereas oh. Wikipedia that's going to get removed any time now, and uh, my random edits will be banned. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Robert Wisdom thanking oh. me for making his day too. He's like, damn straight. Now the truth's oh. been out there. <laughs> I'm sending this to my wife right now. She's got to see this. <laughs> Can I also just point out the fact that his character name is Tito? It just reminds me of Rush Hour. You mean Tito? Tell us what we had last night for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, and they were basically in a car, and they were having sex, and coitus. they came to this huh? <laughs> Coitus. I love that word, coitus. Uh, I, I learned that word from the Big Bang Theory from Sheldon, but I just love how dog uses the word coitus. Like, you explain things so much better than I do, to be honest. They were you're fucking, so- all right? Uh, <laughs> is that better? You think I explain things differently? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all right yep these are real tonight no um <laughs> i haven't seen that movie in such a long time i haven't seen all those movies in such a long time we're really bringing back these memories for you this is a blast from the past right now for you joe <laughs> it really is you know what we need to do we need to get you on to cover the movie with us there you Rewatch go. it. we'll do a commentary <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I think we should watch it probably in Australia. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Colin's never been here either, so look, we'll fly you out, we'll stretch the budget, okay. and um, we'll get you oh, here. Oh, fantastic, and we'll... <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> bring, Done. bring Tom I mean... Hanks, bring Kevin Bacon, we'll get an Apollo 13 reunion sure, going I'll as well, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. But we're going to get to this scene, because you want to get to this scene, we all want to get to this scene. Yeah. Um, I look. I don't. I cannot remember for the life of me why we did this. Um, <laughs> I know why. The next, <laughs> because the next scene is essentially the Ben Water with Vanity Project. It's more a Bridget Jones ripoff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene is simply me in my office drinking what looks like a bottle of water again. It's vodka. Um, Lip syncing to all by myself. Uh, <laughs> For all five minutes of the song. <laughs> and basically, if you didn't get what is meant to happen at the end, I get so distraught that I inject myself with heroin. <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> we had, like, a fake doctor's kit, which we you barely see, like, the stethoscope at any point. And there was, like, a fake needle in it, and I really wanted to use it. So, yeah, there's meant to basically be uh, overzealous drug use in this movie. <laughs> I get so depressed, I have to inject myself with heroin. Um, Now, we actually also were planning, because we did film Josh also lip-syncing to All By Myself. Uh, There's a slight bit in one of the blooper reels that you'll see of him in it. But 
I never, I just didn't use it because it didn't have any purpose in the movie. Neither did this scene. But, um, so, yeah. And now it's funny that you say, like, all five minutes of it. Uh, pretty much uh, my video production teacher said that this film was so bad and decided to use this scene as the exception as to, why did you even have that? Why did you have to have yourself in this lip-syncing tour by yourself? It made no sense to the movie. The movie was doing okay up to that point, and it completely took away from the entire Wait, film. It was doing okay up until now? <laughs> this is okay? Apparently. Uh, <laughs> this is why people can't graduate in Hobart. <laughs> but um, <laughs> call it the Ben Waterworth Vanity Project if you like. I at least had fun acting that scene. <laughs> yeah, it shows. <laughs> anyway, say what you want about it, Colin. <laughs> oh my, your feelings are going to be so hurt. <laughs> I already are. <laughs> so, this is another moment that Ben didn't know the camera was rolling. <laughs> <laughs> this also happens to uh, be how Ben spends his Saturday nights when Nick and I aren't available to record. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know? How did you know? <laughs> Um, I actually do think your performance in it is kind of funny. Uh, if it was like maybe a minute, minute and a half. I'm with your teacher. Five minutes in, I'm actually just like, just let it be done. I was verbally saying, Jamie's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, this scene, it's never ending. What did Jamie think of it? She was just looking at like everything else in the movie. She's like, what am I watching? <laughs> Another actual quote from the DVD cover. <laughs> um, I mean, I was laughing during this, but it was kind of more of like a sad laughter. <laughs> like, I'm so sad he spent this much time wasting his, his education. <laughs> Clearly education's worked out for me so well. I'm podcasting about this film 12 years He's later. podcasting about his own vanity projects. That's a double vanity project you're listening to this week on the Oz Network. And wait till we do the recap of the recap of Kill Bill <laughs> Remember that part of the recap where Colin was laughing about me? <laughs> uh, if there was any hope for this to get a rented, it is gone after all by myself. Come on, just, just, I'm watching it right now. The dramatic stabbing of my arm as I rip the sleeve up. The dramatic fall down to the ground as I throw away the needle. I fall on my back. My glasses apparently have disappeared. And I'm just on the floor screaming in agony. I'm so by myself, Colin. I know, that's, Great acting. You see, that's what made it so sad is it was so believable. You know you've been there. <laughs> you mean have? I'm still there. <laughs> This is this is after the lengthy audition process for the role of Matilda. <laughs> Why can't I get a girl to kiss me? <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, it's probably your best acting scene of the movie. Because <laughs> I'm not acting. <laughs> it is funny in an unintentional way, I guess. Probably the hardest I laughed in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) My stomach is so sore. (laughs) I had dental surgery 48 hours ago. My stitches have come out, I think. (laughs) (laughs) 
How are you going to explain that to the dentist? <laughs> How did you do this, Colin? Oh, I just watched a guy singing all by myself. Do you want to see it? Do you want to see how much of a loser he is, dentist? <laughs> just wait until he fakes shooting up heroin and you'll get the joke. <laughs> the funniest bit is the heroin scene. I've got this depressed guy drinking a bottle of vodka and shooting himself with heroin. It's comedy gold. <laughs> In all honesty, forget about uh, my stitches. The last time I sweat this much, I was running a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest scene in the history of <laughs> I tweeted that out. You saw the tweet. <laughs> people, we know based on the YouTube numbers versus the download numbers, we know a lot of people are not watching the movie. You need to <laughs> Yeah, I think we had, I think Q-Phil 1's like had over 300 <laughs> downloads yet. The movie on YouTube had like 17 <laughs> views. <laughs> That's like Catherine the Shed Meister. Actually, because I, I can look at the um, the watch time, it gives you statistics on YouTube, like how long people watch it for. And, okay, here's an example. Noah, who is coming back soon. Yay, save us, Noah. Um, he said that he listened to the episode, which is, you know, cool. But then he's I, he didn't tell me if he watched the movie or not. Now, he was in Malaysia during the week, and I've looked at the analytics of the, uh, the watch time, and it's got there, someone in Malaysia has watched this movie for nine minutes. <laughs> that was the first one, not the second one yet. So I'm going to be interested to see what the watch size has happened. Noah literally gave up watching Killfield 1 after nine minutes. <laughs> That's about five minutes longer than most people, but still. <laughs> oh, we have reached a point here on the Oz Network. We are literally <laughs> covering my so-called vanity project. <laughs> We have spent a good five minutes just cracking up laughing over something that happens to me every night in real life. <laughs> I can't wait till we cover a movie where there's a person, like, getting so distraught over their baby crying every, like, ten seconds they throw it against the wall. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> what happens after this? <laughs> it's all a blur. <laughs> Is there anything after this? Isn't that the end of the movie? Nothing that lives up to us. That's it. We're done. Bin it. <laughs> you and I one day have children separately with other partners. You with, um, I don't know, Emily DeRaven. Um, <laughs> yeah, why not? Me with your friend, Emily. Uh, it's... <laughs> And we raised I knew you were going there. We have to use Emily's in there somewhere. Uh, we raised daughters, and like we've got a son knocking on our door, son-in-law, like, Mr. Groves, I'd like to marry your daughter. You're just going to be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, so, um, what are you doing here? Unless it's, I don't know, like, um, uh, who would you not want to marry your, like... You! <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, that's probably realistic. <laughs> 60-year-old 60, 60 me, your 18-year-old daughter. Knocking on my door. Oh, Ben, I haven't ben. heard from you in a while. What, How you doing? What do you want? Yeah, good. What do you, uh, I've been, Mr. Grove. I've been sleeping with your daughter, my 18-year-old. <laughs> my 16-year-old daughter. <laughs> 
Uh, I'd like to marry her. No! <laughs> Not at all! Leave! <laughs> I've lost it! Not a chance! God! I, how do I get the feeling that this is going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy here? <laughs> This is when you say, oh, God, I really should have set him up with Emily. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is... I don't want to see this platform. <laughs> he can't stop laughing. Um, so... <laughs> My stomach is so sore. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know where I was going Stay with away that. I don't know where I was going with that. The point is... Leave me and my daughter alone. <laughs> Uh, the, the point is that... It's so, what is the point, Ben? I don't know. Jim and son, dad, he's in love, all right? Cool. Uh, stay away from my daughter. Uh, um, oh, oh, my God. This is my exercise for the day. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> We finally hear about Noah's backstory, which uh, him and his uh, flying partner, Salik. Yeah, and, uh, sure. You start to- flying partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know what those two are up to on the door. Romantic little getaway. Ben- <laughs> In the gutter. <laughs> Eating peaches together, sitting by the fireside. Roly-poling on the grass and talking about sand. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's rough. It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Here it would be like twigs and leaves. And, they get everywhere. And then they have a scene where they have their first argument. And, uh, you know, uh, Noah's talking about how he hates the skull heads. I hate them! I hate all of them! <laughs> we could just easily make this Attack of the Clones. It would be a great movie. You killed younglings! Um... <laughs> What have I done? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one saw it. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> Where is Salik? Is he okay? Is he all right? <laughs> His bones are chained to the wall, Noah. No! <laughs> Salak's giving birth. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Mace. They're still good at him. <laughs> <laughs> I love Natalie Portman, but she's shit in that scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. We used to you bag know, that out so much school. criticism. <laughs> people give so much criticism to, like, Hayden Christensen. I will make the argument, Natalie Portman's performances in those movies are worse than Hayden Christensen. Oh, like, far worse. Not like, all it's of them. It's just awful. She's a bit bored in Revenge of the Sith, but, like, you know, she's like... A bit bored? <laughs> she's only working with what she's got. <laughs> we used to just... Oh, come on. Everybody else makes the most of that movie. And here she is in that, and she's like, uh, it's only because I'm so in love. <laughs> like, and that's the personality we get out of her. Obi-Wan thinks you're really stressed, Anakin. The honest trailer's the best when it's like, Natalie Portman is barefoot and pregnant. 
We did mean to talk about Battle for Endor here. We found something more interesting. <laughs> How would all these women exist on this island with no men for so long? And it never occurs to them, hmm, maybe if it's not Joss Whedon's script, we need a man to come down and give us some penis. <laughs> they found better ways because they have all 12 volumes. Give us some penis. Um, <laughs> the, the the upcoming title of Jamie Hilding's biography, <laughs> Give Me Some Penis, a Jamie Hilding story. <laughs> But my point being, <laughs> it actually makes sense in the movie because they don't... Why else would they not need men? Why does it not bother them, you know? Why does Diana not take it in? She's like, well, I don't actually need you. If I'm going to keep you around, it's going to be because I think you look pretty, not because I need you. I think one of my gay friends took me to a bar called that once. Give me some penis. Huh? <laughs> Come down and give me some penis. Literally. Uh- <laughs> You end up being with Alanis Morissette because why not? And uh, then... oh, it was fantastic. She was fantastic. I was going to ask that, like, I how is it her. working? With, I mean, like, I can imagine that you know, as a, as an actor, you're working with many people over the years. But when it comes to say, like, Alanis Morissette, hi, by the way, Roma, you're going to be uh, you know involved, and this is who's playing the role, Alanis Morissette. Like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. And all I could do, because I loved her even before, and then all I did when I found out she was going to be my lady love (laughs) was I played all of her tapes really loudly in my car. (laughs) So it was just fantastic. And she was great. Fantastic. And a wonderful actress. Yeah, she was. She really was. Like that was um, kind of. I, yeah. I don't think I'd seen her in anything really, kind of acting that way. But I mean, is that a case what? where, like, if you're playing her songs in a, in your car and then you kind of you get to set, do you just kind of have your moments? Oh, can, can you just maybe give us a bit of ironic? Like, can you sing a little bit for us? Or you know, you're just trying to be so professional, not real fangirl. <laughs> I I think I did ask her for something, but then I held back. No, yeah, I I knew better. Oh, yeah, that's... uh... That would have been fantastic. Coming soon, the age-old debate. What wins, hearts and minds, (laughs) or the Phantom Menace? Guest starring Ian Summerholder as the moderator. Defending hearts and minds is Ian Summerholder. Defending the Phantom Menace, nobody. Colin. (laughs) Jar Jar Binks. Miss, I think it's better than hearts and minds. Ian Summerholder versus Jar Jar Binks in the ultimate debate. <laughs> Who is the most pointless character that everybody wishes didn't exist? Boone or Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> Boone. I don't like sand. <laughs> no, actually, hang on. Let's redo that scene. Boone. I like sand. <laughs> no, you don't, I, I Boone. Like, I, Pat, I, well, I like sand. <laughs> Hold, I think it's soft. Hold me like you did on Naboo. I held you better. I held you better on Naboo. <laughs> <laughs> you were the chosen one. No, I was. Shut up, Boo. <laughs> I think the Jedi Council is evil. <laughs> you... No, I have the higher, higher ground. <laughs> Boone in Star Wars. <laughs> You killed younglings. No, I did. I killed them better. They were younger younglings. They were younger younglings. I killed toddlers. 
Luke, I am your father. I am too! <laughs> I hate them. I killed them all. I brought them back to life with a pen. <laughs> I've had a pen. Please help. <laughs> could you tell Luke? Is that hey, who you can tell? No, but I could tell Boone. <laughs> That's not Boone on Star Wars. Oh my god, can we just do this all the time? <laughs> Luke, Boone quotes classic movie moments. <laughs> oh. We could probably get Ian someone to do that for him. <laughs> He's not doing anything now. So. <laughs> Oh my god. <clears throat> anyway, uh. <laughs> is that a unicorn in the background, or I just imagine it's just a sexy white horse? A sexy white horse? It's a damn looking good horse, if you ask me. <laughs> that horse is better. Bestiality. Okay, in the Star Wars universe. That, that horse is better looking than some of the women I've been with. Like, that's a fine looking <laughs> animal. Oh, come on. You've got to look at that horse and think that's a good-looking horse. Uh, no, I was actually going to make the comment. I'm like, <laughs> you know, obviously you go from, like, this this angelic-looking woman to um, Chantel or whatever her name is. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chantel. Ride my horse. <laughs> but it's supposed to be, like, this contrast of, like, the good witch and the, the wicked witch or whatever. But for the horse, it just goes from being a white horse to a black horse. And I'm like, well, is this supposed to be an evil horse now? <laughs> is black the color of evil horses? Or uh, we find out from Ben, it's just ugly horses, apparently. Well, I mean, I don't know, but it's a good looking horse. It's like a... <laughs> it's the third time Ben has said, that's a good looking horse. But like, like horses, like, you know, when you say unicorns, they're usually like white and kind of shiny and, you know, like it's kind of like, yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a fine horse. That's an animal that you'd want to ride. <laughs> <laughs> like it's in ride, like it's a horse. Get your mind no, out of the gutter. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I just wanted to be known that this conversation started with Ben saying, "You got the sexy lady and the sexy white horse." <laughs> you know, speaking out honestly, I like horses. That's like a secret. It's not a secret. I mean, it's all shameful. Ben moments <laughs> likes horses. Secret. Keep it secret, Ben. Okay. I, like I think there are still some laws for that. I know <laughs> other things pass in Australia, but some things still aren't legal. Yeah, that, that's our next, um, our postal vote. Can you marry horses? That <laughs> um, the Christian Conservative Party thinks it's going to. That's another story. Yeah. Yeah, when I walk on by, girls be looking like Tammy Fly. I stand on the beach, speaking to the tribe with lots of teach. Yeah, this is how I roll. Blue cargo shots out of control. It's Chef Pro to the epic intro. Donnie want to take the ultimate pro. Girl, look at those dimples. Girl, look at those dimples. Girl, look at those dimples. I stuff your torch. Girl, look at those dimples. Girl, look at those dimples. Girl, look at those dimples. I stuff your torch when you walk into tribal. Yeah, this is what I see. Okay, everybody. Sits and try to annoy me. I got a party mouth for you, and I ain't afraid to say shit, say shit, say shit, say shit. I'm broke, and I know it. I'm broke, and I know it. 
Yo, when I'm on the street, people just wanna come and meet. And when I'm at the shop, folks always telling me the thought. Why? This is how I roll. Survivor's ready, it's time to go. You gotta pick it up and have those thoughts. No scripts, no prompts, and I'm super short. Watch. Girl, look at those dimples. Girl, look at those dimples. Girl, look at those dimples. I love your thoughts. Girl, look at those dimples. Girl, look at those dimples. Girl, look at those dimples. I snuff your thoughts when you walk into tribal. Yeah. This is what I see. Okay. Everybody sits and tries to annoy me. I got a potty mouth to use and I ain't afraid to say shit. Say shit. Say shit. Say shit. I'm broke and I know it. Hey. I'm broke and I know it. Check it out. Check it out. Snuffing, 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 yeah. 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 Do the stuffing, man. I do the stuffing, man. Yeah. I'm broke and I know it. Hey. Yeah. Ah. Girl, look at those dimples. Ah. Girl, look at those dimples. Ah. Girl, look at those dimples. Stop ah. your touch. Ah. Girl, look at those dimples. Ah. Girl, look at those dimples. Ah. Girl, look at those dimples. Stop your touch. The tribe has spoken. What, 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 I'm gonna vote you out. Only got three people in my alliance. I I I want you kicked off the island. Tribe has fucking spoken. Nah, woke up to Jeff Post like, what up? You're an awesome host. I'm just pumped up after I. Than on that boat, oh. off on the head, it's so damn scary. Tribe over there, like, damn, her legs are already hairy. Hooking up, meeting Pete's, heading to our tribal beach, dressed in a bikini, cause CBS reckons it will bring the creeps. Oh. Working with attorneys, Corinne standing next to me, probably should avoid Brandon, that rice really smells strange. But shit, he's a goat for the end. Gonna vote for a wizard shit. End up like a hypocrite. Hang out with Cochran and see Brenda McDonald take out her teeth. Watch Scoop and hurt himself again. And Penna chuckles to the end. Saving my bit of speech because Cat got a message to teach. I'ma take your gameplay style. I'ma take your gameplay style. No, for real. I'll spot some rub. Can I have his gameplay style? The Lord Pokes and some Russell Swan jibber. Watching Coach on his knees and Sophie Snigger. Had an immunity idol. I brought a hidden idol. I voted out Malcolm. I voted out Reno. Hello, hello, my ace squad and fellow. 
Just got nothing on my Susie Smith's coattail oh. I could take your ally, have the numbers and the muscle The other tribe would be like, oh, I'm stuck with Russell oh. I'm gonna vote you out Only got three people in my alliance oh. I, I, I want you kicked off the island Tribe has fucking spoken oh. I'm gonna vote you out Only got three people in my alliance oh. I, I, I want you kicked off the island Tribe has fucking spoken What you know about rocking a mullet on your noggin? What you think you got on Deb and Chamber loving? Oh. I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm searching for that idol One's man's stick is another man's turtle Thank oh. you, Haddock, for being the ultimate master Cause right now I'm up here fighting for the million I'm at the auction, bidding for Holding off on bidding for the ultimate Tammy, oh. Tammy, you Amy, you Jamie, you Rudy I'll take that individual immunity from probes like a dominator Can spread on that shit and bat my eyes like a dominator OJT and Cochrane that win like a dominator They be like, oh that Thailand, that season really sucked I'm like, yo, that opinion is really fucked Season 5, let's make out like it's live 2002 production values at your CBS getting started she. I call that some classic survivor she. I call that better than Redemption Island Oh. That season's hella crap And having someone walk to the win is a hella slap oh. In the face fall from grace Still better than Amazing Race Winning an Emmy doesn't make you better, better than, than Pope oh. Better than Pope oh. Fuck the Emmy Those dimples Yeah I'm gonna vote you out Only got three people in my alliance oh. I, I, I want you kicked off the island Tribe has fucking spoken My name is Jeff Probst I look incredible I'm in this blue shirt From the wardrobe I don't own I always snuff your torch Ignore most fans' thoughts I'm still the best damn host Kobe, stop stealing my nose I'm gonna vote you out Only got three people in my alliance I, I, I want you kicked off the island Tribe has fucking spoken Is that really a vote? <laughs> and there we go. A lot of fun to be had hearing some of those clips. Lots of memories brought back, of course, as well. And lots of laughter and entertainment in those earlier days. I miss Survivor Oz, it has to be said. But we've moved on, I think, here to bigger and better things, at least when it comes to covering a variety of different things that aren't just Survivor. Of course, part two of the decade is also available today. You can check that one out via our website, the Oz Network. .net or on our social media pages or of course if you do subscribe to all of our podcast channels or probably just one would help you just to get those episodes so check that one out and of course you can also hear the best of 2019 if you want to hear uh, all the best bits from 2019 funnily enough that's how it kind of works and if you like best of episodes we do have a best of 2018 and best of 2017 available and for Survivor Oz fans we've also got a best of 2013, 14 and 15 hanging around in the deep realms of the internet i'm sure you can find it or if you specifically want to hear it shoot us a message if you can't find it and we're happy to provide you with the links to where you can listen to that but head over listen to part two of the best of the decade of the oz network in the meantime my name is ben thanks for listening and we'll speak to you next time good night thank you for listening to the oz network don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week for more information hit us up at the oz network.net